0: And hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk worth a million, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program today. It's finally here. The NFL 2020 draft is finally upon us, which means this is it the final New York Jets seven round mock draft from Rich Sports Talk. And it's been a lot of fun. We've appreciated all the feedback that you've given us throughout this process. But after weeks of working and fine-tuning, we finally have our final mock draft, so let's get into it. This is Rich Sports Talks Presents, New York Jets Mock Draft 6.0. With the first round pick, 11 overall, the New York Jets will select Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle, out of Georgia. I'm going to preface this by saying this. This could be a prime trade spot. I would not be shocked if the Falcons came up from 16 to 11. I would not be surprised if the Eagles, who desperately need a receiver, jump up from 21 to 11, especially given Joe Douglas coming from that organization, knowing people in that organization. If the Jets could get a first round, a third round, an additional pick, I would not be shocked if they pulled the trigger and trade back. However, We have been going through this for weeks now. And even though I would love to see the Jets get a wide receiver, because this is such a rich wide receiver draft, they're going to take the best left tackle prospect. And I really like Andrew Thomas. I think he's gotten overshadowed a little bit by Wills Jr. and Wurfs and Becton because Wurfs and Becton had incredible workouts. While he didn't blow up the combine like those two, he has been doing nothing but protecting the blind side at Georgia in the SDC at a high level, going against great pass rushers. He is a polished left tackle who will be the left tackle starting day one. And look, Worfs might be a nice fit for the Jets, but truly the one spot on the offensive line is left tackle. He can come right in. Then you have a bunch of the offseason signings that can compete with each other for the left guard, right guard, right tackle position. You're already locked in at center. You're locked in at left tackle. And I really like Thomas. He's gone overshadowed. I don't think he's as big as some of these other guys. He's really blown up. But when you watch the tape, he is just a solid pass blocker. And that's what you need on the blind side. He can be one of those guys. He may not be someone that becomes an all-pro left tackle. Might not be a pro bowler, but he could be the next to Brickishaw Ferguson, a guy who just consistently shows up week in and week out and gives you solid protection on the left side. And if you could get a player like that at number 11, who can be a consummate pro and protect Sam Darnold's blindside, that is invaluable. But once again, even though I think this will still be a great pick, I think they're going to go tackle if they stay keep this in mind. I think this is a prime spot for the Jets to trade down. If one of the quarterbacks somehow falls to 11 and a team wants to come up, maybe a team's desperate for Jerry Judy or one of the top three receivers. Don't be surprised if they trade down. Joe Douglas comes from two organizations that love to trade down, acquire picks. So I would not be shocked to see them do that. In round two, I have them going with Denzel Mims, the wide receiver from Baylor. Highly explosive player. Falls to the Jets in round two. Not as well versed in the route tree as some of these other wide receivers, but an explosive player can go up and catch the football, can stretch the defense, will come in and be a game changer. Some guys are always going to have to be looking at him because he can break a game wide open. Highly productive. I do worry about him going against weaker defenses in the Big 12, But when you look at the athleticism, the hands that he has, and the consistency he had at Baylor, if this was any other year, he would be a first-round selection. But because there is so much wide receiver talent, the Jets take the best one available. I will not be shocked if the Jets try to trade down. But for rounds two, three, and four, I don't see them trading down because there's so many talented players in that range. And even though they could acquire some picks, I just think when they get the value picks at these positions, they're not going to want to change. Which leads us to round three. I have them going with Julian Acquara, the edge out of Notre Dame. This has been a kid I've liked from day one. Very consistent pass rusher. Would probably have been a high second round pick if not for an injury at the end of the season, but all of his health is checking out. He had eight sacks as a junior. Missed nine games as a senior because of an injury. Only four sacks, but once again, he's that typical edge rusher. But he also can play the run at this point in the third round. You get a lot of these hybrid edges, which they're a little bit smaller. They can only come in on pass rushing downs. But aquara could be an every down linebacker. They brought Jordan Jenkins back. You can put them both as bookmarks in the 3-4 defense on outside linebacker. And you've got two solid pass rushers. But as a plus, that can also play the run. Really like this kid. Good work ethic. Smart kid. Think he'd be a great fit for the New York Jets the second jet selection in the third round i haven't going with a mick robertson the cornerback of louisiana tech this has been a kid i've been really high on because he's a highly talented player but he's undersized at five foot eight the jets have been throughout the whole process looking at him at the combine they interviewed him they have a virtual workout with him they had an interview on campus or virtually i'm not sure how if it was before the whole covid 19 situation but this has been a kid they have targeted since day one They love him. He had a 91.2 coverage grade last season, has 14 career picks, the most of any cornerback in this class. And look, he might not be the typical outside corner, but this is a kid who loves to compete. He's not afraid to take on bigger receivers. He's great in the slot. He can come in, he's got 4 4 speed day one be a piece you can move around on this defense can line him up on the outside depending on the matchup but can use them as a slot corner. and he loves to hit he plays in the run game every scout has been raving about him i really think that the jets would be lucky to get him here I've always projected him as a fourth-round pick, but when I've seen all the teams interested in him, the Jets just need good corners. It doesn't matter how big they are, so they're going to take Robertson, who can come in and make an immediate impact on day one. In the fourth round, another prime trade-back spot, but another good, talented player falls to the Jets here. I project him as a day-two player, but because of so much talent in this draft, I see him slipping to day three. That's Laurel Murchison, the defensive end and defensive tackle on North Carolina State. Love this kid. High motor. Seven sacks last year had a bunch of tackles behind the line of scrimmage, is good at getting up the field, can help become a rotational defensive lineman. You can play him as a 3-4 end. He's a little bit undersized for that nose tackle position, but if you want to do a 4-down lineman front, he fits in there. Greg Williams has been known to do a lot of 4-3 fronts, a lot of nickel fronts. That could give him some more flexibility to do that. And when you look at this roster right now, And what's been the M.O. of Joe Douglas? It's the trenches. That means both the offense and defensive line. It's not just about having five starters on the offensive line and having starters on the defensive line. It's about depth, and Murchison gives them great depth. He can play multiple positions. He's been a good pass rusher in college, and the Jets, they need pass rush. Whether it's coming from the interior or the exterior, they need a pass rush, and this is a kid that they can get in the fourth round that can provide that right away. Now, I do have the Jets trading back their fifth round pick to acquire an additional sixth and seventh round pick. This is a good pick in case if a team wants to come up against a specific player, the Jets trade back, get more draft capital. So they have three sixth round picks and a seventh round pick that they did not have. So the first pick in the sixth round, I have them going with Lawrence Kager, the wide receiver out of Georgia. This has been a kid the Jets are all over. Big bodied wide receiver, six foot five, big possession wide receiver, He's had an up-and-down college career, started at Miami, transferred to Georgia, showed better burst, but is more of a possession receiver, taller wide receiver, but this is a productive guy on the outside, averaged a touchdown for every 5.6 catches, he's very good at going up and getting jump balls. Now, he falls here because of injury concerns, and that is a big red flag, however, you're looking for big bodies for Sam Darnold to throw to. This could be a guy that could be used in the red zone, could be used on third down for a possession receiver, and he's a big body that you can put on the outside, move some of these smaller receivers that they have inside. It's just a good matchup. He can maybe use one of those hybrid tight ends in certain packages. If they need it. But this has been a guy they've been really looking at hard. I think it's because of the size, the ability to make catches, and, When you're getting here in the sixth round, a lot of these guys have some warts, whether it's their school, whether it's injury history. So at this point, you have to overlook that and look for the upside, and the Jets will look for the upside here. And let's face it, they need receiving depth at this point. In the sixth round, I have them going with Kyle Murphy, the offensive guard and offensive tackle of Rhode Island. Small school prospect, has played both tackle and guard positions in college, which I like. I think he's going to get passed over because there's so many great SEC big 10 linemen coming out that scouts are going to look some of these smaller school guys especially because they might not have as much tape they haven't been able to have as many in-person workouts but the Jets have worked him out virtually they've been with him every step of the way as well I think Joe Douglas likes that his ability to play multiple positions it gives him a project that he can bring in and depending on where this team is a little bit thin he can play multiple positions and as a backup especially offensive line you need guys that can kick out to different positions you can't today have just one guy play one position on the offensive line unless they're a left tackle versatility is key you look at the guys he signed this offseason they can play multiple positions on the offensive line this just fits what joe douglas is trying to do it's a small school kid with some good upside that they can grab in the sixth round the last sixth round pick might come as a little bit of a surprise but hear me out james morgan the quarterback out of fyu i know i know the jets have a quarterback But here's the thing. They kind of need a backup quarterback. They haven't really solidified that situation. And if you bring in Morgan here and he beats out the other guys in camp, he could be a backup. And if he turns out to be a good backup, the Jets could maybe eventually trade him down the road to get more draft capital. Because quarterbacks are like currency in the NFL. He's been with them since the East-West game he's had a virtual workout, he's even had a personal interview, so it's shown that the Jets are interested in him. He has a big arm, he does have upside, the issues are accuracy and mobility, but despite the lack of mobility, he was rarely sacked in college, and this is the other thing, he was tough, he played through a knee injury one of his years in college and was still productive. This is a kid that in the sixth round you take a flyer on him to see if he can be a backup quarterback, Maybe you can put on the practice squad to get some reps and you can maybe develop him. I'm not saying this guy is brought in to push Sam Darnold. It's just to get a backup quarterback. And when Darnold went down last year, the Jets were limited in options. So you have to be considering that the Jets, they didn't go out and get a veteran backup. So this could be a good way to potentially find a backup or a good quarterback project in the sixth round. They do like Morgan and a lot of the picks that I'm making right now. I'm reading the tea leaves. Who are they interested in? Who are they interviewing? Who have they brought in time after time? James Morgan is one of those players, so don't be shocked if his name is called on the third day of the draft. And finally, I have them going with Josiah DeGuara, the tight end from Cincinnati. 12.9 yards per catch, seven touchdowns, was a gritty blocker. Was not afraid to lay the wood in the run game. Able to bounce outside and make some great blocks in that running game. Solid hands, not overly fast, but one of those possession type of tight ends. One of those day three contributors that can just come in and make a nice role on the team. Could be the third tight end, could play special teams. And with the injuries that the tight ends had last year, this is a position that needs depth. Especially because Sam Darnold loves throwing to tight ends. So getting as many tight ends as possible couldn't hurt. And that's our final Jets mock draft. Of course, we will be wrapping up draft night, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. I will go over every single pick the Jets have made, give my personal grades, and see how my mock draft stacked up to what actually happened. Once again, thank you for being here every step of the way. I really appreciate you guys giving your feedback. You guys have been fantastic. But once again, I want to know, First round, do you want to see the Jets go wide receiver or offensive tackle? Is there a small school prospect that you would like to see them get on day three? If there's an undrafted free agent that you think could maybe make the 53-man roster, hey, I'd love to know. I'd love to hear from you guys. Make sure you comment and subscribe. Don't miss it. We're going to wrap up the Jets draft, and that's all coming very soon. But Until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.